Hey everyone, hey welcome guys. to this episode of Real Hope. I'm Pastor Lance Stanek and this is... Pedro. 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 Pedro is the nickname of the day. That's right. This is Pedro. Awesome. Pedro. So good for you guys to join us as we're talking about how we care for our soul. Mm -hmm. I think um, Pete during this season, or I'm sorry, Pedro yeah. during this season, okay. uh, one of the things that I think has challenged a lot of us, and even as you and I have talked personally, where we've had our ups and downs emotionally through this season of the pandemic yeah. and social isolation and all these different things and everything that's going on in our life. I think one of the biggest things that is challenging people right now is our thought life, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. It, it, emotionally, like we know that there is this connection between what we're thinking and how we're feeling. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, you know, it, actually in psychology, there's this, what they call the cognitive triangle. Mm -hmm. and the cognitive triangle is, um, it starts up here at the top with your thoughts mm -hmm. and then goes down to the two sides yeah. with your emotions and your behavior. Mm -hmm. So really the thought life is kind of like, you remember when we were kids and uh, you remember when Atari first came out? Yeah. Atari was, it was awesome. It was mind blowing. It was, it was literally mind blowing. Like it was the best thing ever. You used to have to go to the arcade and now you can actually have it in That's your home. Right. And uh, although I was very disappointed when they came out with Pac-Man, yeah. Pac-Man was a huge disappointment on Atari. Not very good. No, instead of like the dots, there was dashes. I mean, what's up with that? Really bad graphics. When really you bad now, graphics. Pac-Man was extremely disappointing yeah. on Atari. Yeah. However, you remember when Atari first came out, there was this game called Missile Command? Yeah, Missile Command, yeah. Love that game. It was game. a good game. It was a good game. Yeah. It was a good game. I mean, now you look at it, it's like, seriously? <laughs> like the, you know, it's like these little blocks. Kids these days have no idea. It looks like it was made with Legos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, <laughs> yeah, the little dots yeah. there. But, but one of the things that um, was important about the game mm. is Missile Command, you had to basically take out these command centers mm -hmm. that were just constantly firing at you and bombarding you with mm. missiles. And you had to kind of like dodge the bullets and at the same time try to get, you know, a mm. bullet in there so you could blow up the missile command, take mm. out the command center. Yeah. And then you would be f a little bit more free mm. from all the fire that you were taking, right? Yeah. And um, so I relate that to kind of our thought life mm. and, and how every day we're bombarded as soon as we get up in the morning. And this is why even your morning routine, I think is so critical. Yeah. Um, first thing you do, you check your phone. If you're w looking at Instagram, social media, you see things there. And all of a sudden the thought wheel starts going on and you start getting, taking on some heavy fire on mm -hmm. some thoughts that all of a sudden start to shape how you feel emotionally yeah. and can completely set the course for your whole day, mm. right? That's you know, people say, I woke up in a bad mood today. Yeah. Like, well, you probably actually didn't wake up in a bad mood. Mm. There was probably something that, um, a trigger that happened in your life that started getting you down this mm. way of thinking and you got bombarded. You got, you were, you were getting hit with some missiles. Yeah. Yeah. Scripture uses the words fiery darts. Right. Paul says to take up the shield of faith. Yes. That you, and so you can quench or stop the fiery darts of the wicked. Now, uh, for, there's a lot of different thoughts. Some farts, thoughts just, just pop up in Did our mind. Did you just say some farts? I said tharts. <laughs> I said tharts. <laughs> tharts. That could be like a thought fart. And that's, uh, you know, <laughs> wait, people say brain fart, but thart is way better. So fart is some way people, better. Some people, like those bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> 
hey, we just oh, made man. up a new thing. Some people have those. But wait, I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> those, 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 what do you, God, I can't even say it's it. It's a fart. It's a fart. <laughs> <laughs> the fart bubble could be a negative thought oh, bubble. Oh, it's. We just, we just made a new thing. We Everybody at home, you are watching history happen. Better patent that. Urban Dictionary, call them. Fart. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's, new, it's a negative thought bubble. Oh, it's Boom. true. It's true. true. You're we, genius, We Pete. have those, though. <laughs> we do. And we get attacked, and, and sometimes there's negative <laughs> thoughts that come from, from the enemy. Uh, as Christians, we believe we have a spiritual enemy, so we have to decide what we're going to do with those thoughts. Um, for instance, if you look up uh, on the news and you see that there's going to be a meat shortage, right? Okay, am I going to panic and immediately go buy? No, because I live bacon? in Montana. They raised the price of, but yeah, I'll just go shoot something. That's right. <laughs> Tonto baby. Did I say that? Um, yeah, but we're not we're not going to have a meat shortage. But it's so important to filter our right. thoughts, right? Yep. Because so, you could get the depressed because you can't buy a T-bone. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's depressing. Like, it's really depressing. Where am I going to get? Where's the beef? Where's the? Remember beef? that Wendy's it, commercial? Beef. It's what's for dinner. It's what's for dinner. That's my. That's mine. But back to our thought life <laughs> to your point i mean i think that can really what what we think about really when you think about what it, more importantly what you think about mm. is what you dwell on yep thoughts can become things that we dwell on mm. which start to affect our emotions which start to affect what we do our behavior and here's the here's the cycle the pattern because mm. i want to talk about when i think about thought life yeah I think one of the most powerful and one of my personal life verses in the Bible is Romans 12, 2, mm. which I'll read it to you out of the Bible. And it says this, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world. Now, right there, like mm. Paul, who is the author of, of Romans, speaking to the Roman church and Roman culture, you know, mm. culture was trying to shape people. Mm -hmm. Paul's saying, don't be conformed, like conforming something. It's kind of like clay. Mm -hmm. The Bible actually talks a lot about us being clay in the hands of God, yeah. right? He's the potter. Mm. Well, there's another potter. It's called the world. Mm. And the world wants to shape the way we think. Mm -hmm. I mean, just go through the checkout line at Albertsons, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, the magazines, you know, US Weekly, mm -hmm. uh, Inquirer, yeah. um, all the garbage that's out there, all the garbage on social media, go on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, everybody's trying to, tell you the way you should think they're trying to conform us into a way of thinking mm -hmm. and a pattern right. that starts to change our identity mm. and pull us away from the identity that god had in mind for us mm. we were talking about this earlier right yeah i believe that um in the beginning in our womb like the bible's clear god knows you mm -hmm. and even for some of you at home that maybe you were not a planned pregnancy and you mm. know that. I think that could be a really hard thing in your mind all your life, fighting these feelings like, I wasn't planned. Right. I, I don't have a purpose. Mm. You know, I'm worthless. Right. I'm not good enough. I wasn't wanted. Mm. And you could, you could fight these thoughts your whole life mm -hmm. that try, are trying to create a story of your life and, and trying to dictate to you who you are mm. and who you're not. And those thoughts every day are trying, we all fight those, yeah. right? I mean, you were telling me a story about how 
What were you doing? Something, your wife wanted you to fix something? So yeah, I mean, we can experience <laughs> things that kind of take us down these rabbit trails. I'm not the best handyman, like, no, so tool, tool time, I would not be on that show. No? I, I can do some stuff. But it's usually You strike rigged. me as a kind of a MacGyver guy. Maybe it's the glasses. It's definitely like a MacGyver thing. Like if it can't be fixed with Gorilla Glue, duct tape, or epoxy, it's probably Hallelujah. not getting fixed. So that, I feel like with those three things, I can solve problems. It just doesn't- We can solve the world's problems it just probably look with all pretty. those three things. <laughs> <laughs> so like sometimes I don't feel, I don't have these like craft, like I couldn't like ever put together like cabinets and like make them look really good. They would, they would be functional, but they'd look- I thought like, you were like Jesus, man. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> they would look like something out of like a doctor Seuss book. They'd just be all crooked and weird, but you could put dishes and close the, the door might be crooked. So I, I, you know, if I fix things up and maybe my wife is, oh, maybe it should be, you know, this way, or it's a little crooked or that, you know, and I, maybe I don't feel like it, uh, how a man should feel. I should be able to do all this stuff and fix all the things. So maybe I'm inadequate. Maybe I'm not. And then it can send you down this, this road, like, a, but right we're not all going to be carpenters in reality. We're no. not all going to be like epic craftsmen. And then all you have to do is come over to my house <laughs> and you will feel so much better about yourself <laughs> and your handymanness. Right. But where can thoughts like that take us, you know, to places where I'm not good Dark enough. places. Yeah. God created me with a specific purpose and I'm created in God's image. I don't have the same gifting as other people, but it doesn't mean that I should beat myself up or go down a negative pattern of thinking over a failure or over an area where I'm not necessarily as good as some other people. Yeah, absolutely. So the other part of this verse, the first part says, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world. And now here, here's the kicker, but be transformed. Mm -hmm. That word transformed is the Greek word metamorpho, which mm -hmm. is where we get our English word metamorphosis from. Mm -hmm. It's that beautiful picture of actually not just like changing a little, but being com completely different. Mm -hmm. Like there's a pattern this world wants us to be conformed to, and it starts right here because this says, but be transformed. Another be, mm. be completely changed from the inside out right. by the renewing of your mind. Mm. Wow. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. And then listen to what it says, because how many times have you heard people say, I just want to know what God's will is for my life. Mm. I don't know what I should be doing with my life. I mean, a lot of us don't even know what we're doing. We get up in the morning yeah. and then it says this, the rest of the verse says, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, mm. his good, his pleasing and his perfect will. Mm all because we've renewed our mind. Yeah. Now that is such a powerful verse because again, it goes back to the fact that I think that we have to understand that we are not, um, we're not just flesh and blood, right? Yeah. That there is a spiritual forces at work. And so every day our past would wanna dictate to us mm. who we are, events, trauma, disappointments in life, yeah. pain, suffering, rejection, um, divorce, yeah. um, things that we've been addicted to, all those things want to try to tell you who you are, mm -hmm. how you should be thinking. Right. And here's, here's the thing. I know this from studying um, psychology and actually uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf is a wonderful Christian psychiatrist mm -hmm. and she's done a lot of research on this. But what happens is after you've been thinking negatively, those, what did you call them? Thoughts? Farts. Farts. <laughs> after those I'm never negative gonna, thought bubbles, will never get over you this. will never get over that. <laughs> um, after you've had those negative thoughts and way of thinking and, and patterns, yeah. um, after a while, 
your brain actually, every time you think a thought, it is carving out a neural pathway in your brain. Mm -hmm. That is like a, a, a every time it's carving a little bit deeper, mm. a, lot, a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper, and it's creating these like pathways yeah. where now after a while, what happens is you subconsciously, you don't even have to be thinking about it anymore. Mm -hmm. Subconsciously, your mind just goes there. Right. And what it does is it creates a stronghold in your mind, a, a pattern of thinking that keeps you bound mm. into an emotional state and a, and a bound to an identity right. and a perspective of how you see the world, mm. how you see yourself that affects your behavior. And watch this, this is a, this is a crazy pattern loop. Your thoughts affect how you feel, mm -hmm. how you feel affects what you do, what you do reinforces how you think. Mm. Cyclical. Yep. Yeah. So now you're stuck in this cycle mm. where it's reinforcing that you're not worthy, right. you can't do it, that um, you, it's hopeless. Um, all these negative thoughts right. that just are keeping you stuck in this mm. really not healthy place. And we need to break free of it. And the way we break free is by transforming the way, or I'm sorry, being renewed by our mind. Mm. Where, where do we begin on that note? Like, yeah. what's the process of renewing our mind? So another really good Christian psychologist, Dr. Jeff Schwartz, write, wrote a book called You Are Not Your Brain. And he talks about the brain as kind of like a computer. Now, it is that, but yes, we're spiritually connected as well. But he talks about in his book, uh, a process called ERP, which is Exposure, exposure and Response Prevention. Mm. And what that means is, he gives someone with a severe anxiety or an impulse or one of those pathways you were talking about mm -hmm. triggers it, mm -hmm. whether it's by touching a contaminated surface or something they're afraid of, exposes them to that where they're yep. not really in danger, but they think they are. And then they don't do anything. They sit through, they, they fight that feeling, they push wow. through it, which can create new pathways. And they actually did brain scans on people who went through his program. And after six months, they could see uh, MRI scans of the brain where areas of activity were, were lit up. So he said, we can change the way the brain looks right. can, by changing our behavior. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. I know that Dr. Caroline Leaf has uh, mm. uh, something very similar that you can change mm. your brain in like 30 days yeah. if you really focus. And it does take some work to it's break hard. out of those patterns. It is work, it's mm -hmm. hard. Um, but anything I've heard this saying, anything worthwhile in life is gonna cost you something. Yeah. It's gonna be a little bit hard. Mm -hmm. So I think there's three things that we can give you guys uh, tuning in, watching, listening mm. today that are kind of practical, that can help you. The first thing is this, you have to learn to filter your thoughts, right? Yeah. I think that's part of what, what you're, that's kind of the first step in renewing the mind is you gotta recognize, think about what you're thinking about, yeah. right? And you said something that uh, really stuck with me, mm. and that is usually there's something that trigger, there's a trigger yeah. to our thoughts, right? Um, every once in a while, if, if I'm in a funk, if my wife's in a funk, or one of my kids are kind of in a funk, I'll ask, I'll, I'll, I'll ask them some questions, and what I'll ask them is, when did you start feeling this way? Mm. And then they'll think back to when they started feeling this way. And it's usually they can remember kind of a, a, a part of time where they started feeling that way. And then I'll ask them the second question. Do you remember what happened that maybe triggered you feeling that way? Mm. And then what thoughts did you have because of what happened mm. that could have triggered yeah. how you're feeling? Almost all of the time, 
when you do that, and if you'll do that at home, if you ever get in a funk, if you're feeling really crummy, take a moment and think about when did I start first feeling this way? Mm -hmm. What was it that happened? Okay, an event that maybe was the trigger or number two, what was the thought that was the trigger? Maybe it was something somebody said to you. Maybe it was something you read on social media. Mm. Maybe it was a phone call. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was the way somebody treated you. I don't know. But it usually there's a trigger. And yeah. you got to filter. Your, the beginning of renewing your mind is filtering those thoughts. Mm. What Recognizing what that trigger is, number yeah. one. And then number two, one of the most amazing verses in the Bible, Proverbs 4.23. It's a good one. It's a good one. It says this. Above all else, it's like the number one thing, right? Think about if, if we all did this as the number one thing we did yeah. every day. Above all else, guard your heart. Now, mm. in the Hebrew, the word heart literally meant your mind, mm-hmm. your will, and your emotions. There's that cognitive triangle, right? So he's saying guard the way you think mm-hmm. because how you're thinking is how you're feeling. Yeah. And it's reinforcing all of it. Guard your heart for above all else, um, everything you do flows from it. Mm. Everything you do, in other words, flows out of the way we think. Mm. So we've got to guard it. We've got to have a filter on our thoughts. We do. And we have to guard ourselves from just the things the culture is trying to shove down our throats. Absolutely. Like billboards and and even commercials at times. Advertising. It's bad, man. Yeah, watch a football game once and watch some commercials. And, 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 you know, I mean... i got to put my hand over my son's (laughs) eyes half the time. You know, it's like ridiculous. Right. So, like, yes, we we do have to be in the world, but at the same time, we have to be vigilant about the things we allow ourselves to consume because the things that enter our heart affect the way we think. Absolutely. So the second thing that we need to do Mm. um, to renew our mind, I believe, is you have to have some, the filter has to be something, um, like you have to have truth. In other words, when I've heard it said, and I believe this is true, when the government is trying to figure out if a, if a, a dollar bill or hundred, a hundo is a counterfeit, um, they don't look at all the other counterfeits. Hmm. They match it up against the real one. Hmm, that's good. And so I think it, it, the same principle applies when we're looking at a filter for our thoughts, we have to look at what is the truth? Mm-hmm. What is true? What do we believe to be true? Mm-hmm. And if you're a follower of Jesus, hopefully for you, that's the Bible. And the Bible is the truth of God. It's the word of God. It tells us who God is, the truth about who God is. Yeah. It tells us the truth about how God sees us, mm-hmm. how he thinks about us, how he mm-hmm. feels about us. I mean, there's so many good things in here. Like if you struggled with feeling like you're a mistake, you're an accident, I'm not worthy, right? You can go in here and read that um, God knew you in your mother's womb. Mm -hmm. He formed you in your mother's womb. He had plans for you. He planned for you long ago, the Mm. good things that you would do with your life. Yeah. And he counted every hair on your head. I don't even know how many He numbered them. I know, right? (laughs) That's crazy. So what that tells me is nobody's a mistake. Mm Mm-hmm. Nobody. And if right. you're at home feeling that way, there's a filter for those thoughts right there. Right. Like God says, I'm not a mistake. I'm worthy. Mm-hmm. I'm valuable. He loves me. That's right. He's got plans for my life. Mm-hmm. That's the filter. Now, when I start thinking those thoughts, that starts changing the way I feel about myself, how I see myself. Absolutely. It starts changing like what I do. Like, mm-hmm. 
man, I'm going to get up. I got purpose today. Mm. Like, I can't even feel this way. Yeah. I got I got places to go, things to do. God's got <laughs> plans for my life, right? Yeah. That's good. We need to filter it through God's word. Mm. That's how we renew our mind. Now, there is this little word tucked in the Psalms. In fact, it's used 71 times, mm. three of which is used in the book of Habakkuk, which most people probably never saw because it's, it's a, good a book, small though. little book. It's a very good book. Um, so 68 times mm. the word Selah. Yeah is used in the Psalms. Now, scholars have debated the meaning of this word, but most would agree that it actually means to pause or to reflect. Mm. Now, a lot of times we'll read scripture and we'll just read it, we'll check off our box. Yeah, we read our chapter right. for the day, we did our devotion. But, but I think that word Selah is telling us to pause, stop, meditate mm. on the word of God. Let it get in you, let it get in your mind, let it renew your mind, let it shape your perspective, the way you see your life, the way you see God, the way you see other people, um, the way you see your future. Mm -hmm. And for some of us, that future is uncertain right now, but you can be certain mm. that God has a plan in the middle of this crisis mm -hmm. that is greater than any unknown that we have yeah. or we're feeling, right? Yeah, and totally. all of a sudden that anxiety starts to lift mm -hmm. because we're stopping to pause. Now, uh, Eastern, meditation. A lot of people in, in church get freaked out by the word meditation right. because they naturally go to Eastern um, meditation. They think of the monkey and the Lion King. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> and because what, what Eastern religion tells us about meditation is you have to empty your mind. Right. Now, Christian meditation is a little bit different. It's not emptying your mind. It's filling your mind mm -hmm. with the word of God, with truth. I think part of our problem with emotional health and, mm. and thoughts is that we're filling our mind with too much junk. Yeah. Right? Look at the movies we watch. Mm -hmm. Look at what we're reading. Hey, you got to filter that stuff. It's true. And you got to start to filter it through God's word. We got to mm -hmm. meditate on it, stop, pause, ponder it, mm -hmm. let it get down in us. Mm -hmm. The last thing that I want to give you before we wrap up is we need other people. We do. Way more than we think. It's true. Uh, we get so isolated and, and we can kind of get in these funks and spiraling and our thoughts just go downward. And it's so important to have good friends who care about us, who love us, who can see things that we can't see. Right. I can't always see my flaws. In fact, I'm really good at seeing other people's flaws. Yeah. And, and even if I'm trying to be honest with myself, it's still hard to see, you know, because the, my perspective is limited. So to have good godly friends who can say, hey man, um, I see where you're struggling with this. Or if I'm discouraged, they can encourage me and, yes. and say, that's not true. This is what God says about you. Yeah. Uh, somebody who's not super emotionally connected and, and in that, that place that I am. So, yeah. so like, would you do that with, you know, buddy you meet at Walmart or? Like at the checkout stand, yeah. I'm getting so maybe. desperate for social interaction. I'm probably going to do that later. <laughs> maybe not a good idea. Maybe not That's a good idea to belly sprayed. up to the bar, you know, with the guy eating beer nuts. Um, and maybe, but listen here, this is so true. Think about this, this season. A lot of us mm. have had to stay isolated. Oh yeah. Think about like, mm. um, you were talking to me about mm. people when they want to torture people and when they yeah. want, they actually want their minds to break down so much that they divulge information. Yeah. What do they do? Yeah. They put them in an isolated room. Yeah. Um, they solitary confinement, solitary confinement. We have been literally going through psychological torture throughout this process. Yep. Especially you have teenagers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love my kids. Especially. And I'm glad I'm not alone because being just totally alone at this point would be brutal. brutal. Especially if you're stuck in like an apartment in New York. But yeah, I mean like POW camps do that. 
Yeah. They put people in these isolated chambers and make and they just can go slowly crazy, really. Yeah, and, and you know, part of it is you're gonna have to be very intentional about this. Some mm. people have a tendency to not want to open up. They're scared. Like we had an amazing time as a staff just yeah. sharing with each other the other that way. That was great. It was so amazing because there was this connection that happened mm. as each of us shared some of our struggles yeah. and are willing to make ourselves vulnerable to each other. Mm -hmm. And you've got to be willing to put yourself out there a little bit mm. to connect with somebody and to you know really ask for help from mm -hmm. somebody. And there may be some of you at home mm. that uh, you're in a place where you feel really stuck. You're not healthy. And, um, and even just as we're talking about some of these things, you can totally relate. Uh, you might be feeling helpless, suicidal, just struggling with depression mm. or anxiety or sleeplessness, and you need somebody to talk to. This is one of the things the church is here for. Mm -hmm. Like we are here to be here for you. We would love to connect with you, to be able to pray with you, mm -hmm. to help you in any way that you can. Sometimes it's just good just to talk to somebody, yeah. right? I mean, just the other day, like I had to bounce some I, things, ways I was thinking off other people. Every once in a while, I'll call somebody that I respect that is a friend or another leader mm -hmm. who's kind of like a coach or mentor. Yeah. And I'll say, hey, this is how I'm seeing this situation. This is what I'm thinking. Mm. Am I thinking the right way? Am I seeing this the right way? And it's just good to get that, you know, feedback. And so I just want to encourage you with some of these things. Hey, uh, don't be conformed to the pattern. Don't just believe everything you think. Right. Run it through a God filter of God's word and invite other people into your life to Amen. have deep connection with them. Mm and to let them speak into your life and encourage you today. I hope this episode has encouraged you. I wanna pray for you guys as we close. And again, if you wanna become a follower of Jesus Christ mm. or wanna know more what it means to become a Christian, um, reach out to us. We would love to connect with you and have one of our pastors talk with you, pray with you. So don't hesitate to reach out. So Father, we just thank you for what you're doing in, in everybody's mm -hmm. life in the middle of this crisis, God, that you are transforming you, us as we intentionally and purposely work with you to renew our minds. God, I pray for every single person at home right now that is struggling, uh, struggling with thoughts mm -hmm. that are not your thoughts. God, I, I pray, Father, that your Holy Spirit would help them yes, to God. be able to identify those negative thoughts and to be able to pull those down through the filter of your word and mm -hmm. your thoughts about them, God. Holy Spirit, I pray for your presence to surround your people that are watching and right now that are struggling emotionally, God. I pray that your peace that surpasses all understanding will guard their hearts Amen. and minds. And Father, we break off any negative thoughts and patterns that are trying to create strongholds in people's lives mm -hmm. that they are struggling to break free from. Right now, I pray that you would be free of those in the name of Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. and you would be released and be free to experience the love of God and the peace of God and the joy of God. I pray that the joy of the Lord would be your strength mm -hmm. in this season, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. amen. God bless you guys, God we bless. love you. We'll see you next week on Real Hope. See ya.